Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Everyone, bienvenue, and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the third of July, the one hundred and eighty-fourth day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Are you well? I do hope so. Right inside the front doors of RFI, there's a small cafe where we buy coffee and sandwiches. The lady in charge is Simone, a Brazilian who's always in a wonderful mood. She calls us all by pet names, mon coeur, mon chou, ma chérie, ma belle, and she even knows us by our coffee cups. If one of us goes down to the cafe to get coffee for everyone, we take with us everyone's coffee mug. Simone will see the mug and say, "Ah, that's along with sugar. Ah, that one is a noisette." She's lovely, and we all adore her. When I walked in this week, she was standing in the hall outside the cafe, and of course greeted me with her customary warmth. I said, "I'm fully vaccinated," to which she replied, "And I had COVID, so I'm immune for a while longer." At which point we fell into each other's arms. Wow, hugging、it、felt so good. How hard it has been to not touch anyone for a year and a half. Keep the faith, my friends. Your country will get there too. It will. I can say that my hug with Simone was a unique moment in my life. I had been thinking about unique moments—those small, wonderful, everyday moments that you remember forever—because our wonderful Sound Kitchen listener Hans Vanderlolika from Hedehusen, Denmark, had sent me this recording. Take a listen. Hello, fellow listeners of RFE Sound Kitchen. This is Hans from Denmark、uh, talking to you. I have so enjoyed the very good positive moments that we get in Sound Kitchen, and I've been thinking that each one of us should collect unique moments in our life. My wife, Ingelise, she looks very often at the cloud formations. She looks up and she sees new formations, and when she sees something that for her is very special, she can almost faint. I can't see the unique thing in the clouds, but she can, and maybe you can in some special situations. I just want to tell you two situations in my life that where I saw something very unique,、uh, not. Because it was、uh, on the top of any famous mountain or any artists or whatever, but something that came into my life without expecting it. I have been so lucky, or we have been so lucky, to travel a lot, Ingelise and I. We have visited、uh, different countries. We have visited Romania a couple of times, and one time when we were in Romania, we visited a village. In the northeastern part of Romania, 
we were with my colleague, the Orthodox priest, and we visit different uh, villages and their homes, and we visit the church, and we talked with them about daily life. And suddenly came the cows home from the fields. They had a shepherd that took all the cows from the village, and all the cows were so eager to get home and get milk that they simply divided themselves and walked into each house where they belonged because they wanted to be milked and to have extra food. And this moment that the cows came all alone, that each one of them found their own house, it was so special for me. I am raised in the village and I think most of us have some connection to a village because we were raised there or our parents were raised there. The other very unique moment is also from Romania. Just two years ago we visited Romania and saw a lot of famous sites. We were about to visit the famous monastery of Horesu, which is in the southwestern part of Romania. And then our driver stopped at a house in one of the villages outside Horesu. And we didn't really know what to see uh, there, but we came in, into the house and into the uh, special uh, smaller building where the wives were making ceramics. In fact, the husbands and in three generations they take the clay from their own fields, they make the colors that is painted with primitive tools like goose feathers, and they have very beautiful colors, all natural. And uh, this ceramic, it was simply so special. It was just came out of the earth and it was made by the whole family together. And it is uh, so unique, this Horasu ceramics, that it was also presented on UNESCO list of cultural heritage. Well, this is just two of my unique moments in life. I hope you have one and you still collect them because this is very important. It's a gift to be able to collect unique moments in life. He is so very right. The unique moments in life we experience are truly a gift. We all have them, and so a challenge. What's yours? Describe your unique moment and send it to me so we can all share it with you. Just record on your phone. Try to get under a blanket when you record. The sound will be much better. And have at it. Send your recording to the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. And be sure and look at the Sound Kitchen and the Club Facebook pages for photos Hans sent of a lady painting the ceramics he described. Thanks again, Hans, and please greet Ingeliza warmly for me.
We're in the sound kitchen cooking I don't know what. My name is Bill Hunt, W.M. Hunt. Susan's cooking something special today. Speaking of unique moments, did you read about the lobster diver in Massachusetts in the U.S. who was almost swallowed by a whale a week or so ago? I'm not making this up. Listen to this. The diver, Michael Packard, was underwater gathering lobsters, followed on the boat by his partner, Josiah Mayo. Mayo said that suddenly he no longer saw the bubbles coming up from Packard's oxygen tank and feared the worst, a shark attack. Then he saw a huge shape come up from the water, the humpback whale, and his partner flying through the air. The whale realized, luckily for Packard, that lobster divers were not on his feeding list and after accidentally swallowing him, spit him out. Just like we would do if we accidentally swallowed a fly while eating. Packard was fine, bruised but no bones broken. He told the Cape Cod Times, and I quote, I was completely inside. It was completely black. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm done. I'm dead. All I could think of was my boys. They're 12 and 15 years old. End quote. Packard said he was in the mouth for at least 30 seconds, wondering whether he would run out of air or be swallowed. He said he struggled against the mouth of the whale and could feel its powerful muscles squeezing against him. Then he saw light and felt the whale's head shaking and his body being thrown into the water. Now that is certainly a unique moment, wouldn't you say? Your unique moment doesn't need to be anywhere near as dramatic as that, though. In fact, I certainly hope it's not. Hello, I am Erwan Rom. You're listening to The Sound Kitchen and Susan Winsby's Cooking. Coming up, Bolia's happy moment, listener news, Erwan's excellent musical choice. But first, the quiz. On the 5th of June, I asked you about a Parisian project that had just come into effect that week, the low traffic zone policy. High-polluting diesel vehicles more than 15 years old are now banned from entering the Paris region on weekdays between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. This is part of a series of efforts to enforce a low-emissions zone around the French capital. I asked you to write in and tell me in which districts of Paris these high-polluting vehicles will be banned. The answer is four central arrondissements, or districts, including the two islands on the Seine River, one of which is home to Notre Dame Cathedral. The zone would also include the medieval Marais Quarter, the Louvre Museum, and a large part of the historic Left Bank. The winners of the quiz are... 
Naved Ryan, who's the president of the RFI Fan Club in Murshidabad, India, and Ferhat Bazazel, who's the president of the RFI Butterflies Club in Kachera in Weskikta, Algeria. Rounding out the list of lucky winners this week are RFI Listeners Club members Riaz Hussein from District Chinio, Pakistan, Kandwar Santu from British Columbia in Canada, and Ilyas Fakri from Pekanbaru, Indonesia. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. I bet you can guess what the quiz will be about this week if you listened last week. This past Sunday, the 27th, was the second round of regional elections here in France, following the first round the Sunday before on the 20th. There was a record low voter turnout, unfortunately, for both rounds. My question to you is, how was voter turnout for the second round? Read our article, French far-right's Le Pen fails to win breakthrough in abstention hit vote, and answer me this. How many French voters are estimated to have stayed away from the polls for the second round of regional polls held this past Sunday, the 27th of June? Again, how many French voters are estimated to have stayed away from the polls for the second round of regional elections held this past Sunday, the 27th of June. I've posted our article on all the Sound Kitchen and RFI Club Facebook pages to help you with the answer. You have until the 19th of July to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on July 24th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service.fr at rfi.fr You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone Dial plus 336-3112-9682 That's plus 336-3112-9682 Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one your RFI Club membership number Tasso Aure, Susan's B, the Sound Kitchen Program Ki, Radio France International Sara. Before we get to Olia's happy moment, I am happy to announce we have a new RFI Club member, Roy Haradas from Panchagar in Bangladesh. Welcome, Roy. You too can be a member of the RFI Listeners Club. Just write to me at english.service at rfi.fr and tell me you want to join, and I'll send you a membership number. It's that easy. When you win a Sound Kitchen quiz as an RFI Listeners Club member, you receive a premium prize and you can join our Facebook page, the RFI Listeners Club page. You must ask to join the group. You must furnish your RFI Listeners Club membership number I'll approve you, and then off you go. Roy, be sure you join in. Are you ready? I do hope so. Good. 
because it's time for Olya's happy moment. Hi everyone, Olya Horton here from the RFI English team. I hope you're well. As you know, much of our week is focused on hard news and most of the time it's pretty depressing. So I've decided to create a happy moment for you in the sound kitchen sharing some good thoughts for a change. This week's happy moment is about school plays. This might seem strange seeing as I haven't had anything to do with school plays for many years and you're probably wondering why this would be a source of happiness. As a parent, it is my privilege to return to childhood a second time, something I had the opportunity to do just the other week. The school play in question was called Le Roman de Renard or Renard the Fox, a collection of medieval fables written by a collection of authors across the 12th and 13th centuries. A selection of scenes were chosen so that all the kids in my daughter's class had a role to play at some point. The sneaky fox gets in trouble for his antics, stealing food and terrorizing the chickens, and he must go on trial, overseen by King Lion. There were serious moments, but always with a touch of humor. The kids had done a lot of preparation in advance, complete with costumes and rehearsals guided by their enthusiastic French teacher. It was all very exciting and nerve-wracking on the day of the big performance. Parents and brothers and sisters were invited to see the show, and this was the first time in months that we'd been able to gather together. COVID restrictions had more or less put a stop to all kinds of public events for the most part of the last year. It was so fun to see the kids scurrying around on the stage and getting the props ready, giggling when someone forgot their lines or their cue. There were moments we missed some words, seeing as the students had to wear masks, which are not easy to speak with. It reminded me of my days at school and how much fun we had working towards the final performance, which is also the signal of the end of the school year with summer holidays around the corner. All these memories make me happy, and I'm glad my daughter can have this experience for herself. What about you? Do you have a happy moment to share with your fellow Sound Kitchen listeners? Don't be shy. You can send them to the Sound Kitchen or get in touch through Facebook. You can leave a message on the Sound Kitchen answering machine or go ahead and record your happy moment and send it to us in an email. All the addresses and phone numbers you need can be found on the Sound Kitchen page of our website, rfienglish.com. When you record, just make sure you hide under a blanket. It makes for better sound quality. That's all from me this week. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Ollie Horton. Enjoy your weekend. Bye for now. Thanks, Olya. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our producing engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in mixing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about the initial date agreed for Mali's presidential polls before the second coup d'etat in May. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch. Stay safe, my friends. Chins up. We're going to beat this COVID plague. We are. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our producing engineer, who is also a drummer. He plays the conga drums. Erwan has chosen to pay tribute to Mamade Keita, a great Ghanaian drummer who passed away last week. Keita, a member of the Manding ethnic group, specialized in the goblet-shaped hand drum called the djembe. 
In Keita's native Guinea, he was the lead soloist and the artistic director of the ballet Joliba. In 1988, Keita moved to Belgium, where he worked as a performer and teacher, and in 1991, he opened a percussion school in Brussels. Later, he opened more schools in Europe, North America, and Asia. On the 21st of June, Keita died in Belgium. May he rest in peace. Erwan chose for us Tiriba, a piece from Keita's first album, Wasolon, released in 1989. This genre of drumming, as Erwan notes, is called tiriba or triba and comes from the Laduma people in West Guinea. Originally, tiriba was the name given to a dancer in a specific costume who performed with a group of percussionists. That particular form of tiriba dance is no longer performed, but the rhythm of the dance is still frequently played. It's often used in initiation ceremonies for girls where mothers and their daughters dance together. The rhythm is a ternary or three-beat rhythm, but there is also a modern binary or four-beat version of teriba. It's amazing drumming. Keita must have been something else to watch. I'm not even talking about listening to, but watching him must have been out of this world. Enjoy, and thanks again, Erwan. Talk to you all next week.